0: You are now walking in the hurts world. You are now walking into hurts
1: world. Aye. Turn me up, Discussion that we need to hear. Topics they be scared to touch. Potter say we do too much. Hurt, I think they scared of us. Meaning, this feel with hits. How you turned up like a jig. You are now in hurts world. If you love a hatchet, chick. You are now in hurts world. You are now in hurts world. You are now in hurts world. Aye. You are now in hurts world. Aye. You are now in hurts world. Aye. You are now in hurts world.
2: What's world what, what, what's up, what's up, what, what's up, this is Amelia, and right now, you're in the mix with my daddy, Caldwell, turn up, turn up. You, you got a ring every
3: day, you
2: see, get your
3: hair down, put no shots out you, be by something, don't do that to yourself, little mama, talk about who is me, I, I. Girl, you know not know that. Then a represent like me. Who'll sex s- like me. Why, who'll make the hits like me. Girl, you don't know that. Who'll do the things that I do. Run through your whole little crew. Pay for it if I got two, girl. You don't know that. Who'll run off in your eyes. Put my tongue off in your mind. Turn you and your moms like, girl. You don't know that. Who'll fall off <laughs> in the club. free Prepare to show some love. Pay the balls for the club. Girl, you don't know that. who make more figures than me. who do more energy than me. And no weigh Make girl. You no man, man, man. No, girl. You no man, man, man. No, 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 girl. You no man. That dress, rest to me.
4: My homies don't want, and we gon' see that we gon' spend that money till we done, girl and You can pie, I love the way you do it, and every day you move it, just like you in a movie I take it to Jacuzzi, and we can get it poppin', shake it, stop it, pop it, girl, won't you drop it You can be the hottest thing that your boy is ever signed Wine in the Caroline's, I hard to switch the I think I take a pro, call the shorty, got me feelin' like, oh my God to I gotta let you know And every time I get it She's been uncle, uncle But I ain't with it no more But I got money for this So it is just how we go So I hope you're She's like, I don't I'm giving a lot of my soul. So oh, yeah. you come and put it on the Yeah, girl, I it I'm going
2: put it on
3: <clears> the <throat> I tell her I down. For real, real, I already know that life is deep But I still digger cause it's jealous But really, I could care less I'm in hell's kitchen with an apron and a head net Devil on my shoulders, the Lord is my witness So on my Libra scale, I'm weighing sins and forgiveness What goes around, comes around like a hula hoop Karma is up, is up, just make sure that show that beautiful Life on the edge, I'm dangling my feet I tried to pay attention, but attention paid me. Haters can't see me. Nosebleed seats, and today I went shopping. And talk is still cheap. I rock to the beat of my drum set. I've been at the top for a while, and I ain't jumped yet. <laughs> but I'm Ray Charles to the bulls. Should I jump up on that on that, do a full split? Uh. She just started to pop it front, front and look back and tell me, baby, it's real
4: And I say I ain't got you for a second, I squeeze her and I can tell I, feel, I, feel. I, feel. I wish we could take off and go anywhere, but here, baby, you know the deal And yeah, she bad, so maybe she won't, uh, but, she,
0: but still again, baby Don't she play with me, don't do that Play with your b**** on some multi-million dollar Fur coat, half a me, and worth of ice on. Lit up like a cut the Christmas lights on. Shining. Why the f do you beat so fresh, dawg? Why you keep your foot on these ink, down Cause we at the top, but we really from the bottom. Tell it that's how I feel about them. Hurt your intro, your last two mixtapes. I hear you slick dissing, but that s line. All that make believe rapping about. Play with me, ho, got it, you a mine. Hey, You went from my biggest fan to my biggest Vex. hater Begging me to sign with you, but I had too much paper Vex. Still that same n- used to front your big brother Vex. Found out he a bitch to now, I call him your big track. sister I
2: should've known better Can't even
5: pretend like I don't want it again On the brain all the time Thinking about the things that we did You did something so do
3: Did any uh, we got so many vibes stuffed in the car We can f*** them up dicks at a time I We got money in our pocket And whatever you're sipping We're out, is in red bottom, the out. It's red by living around this You're the f*** trippin' out Those only girls They in this Better check your tone
4: And they gon' put you back in place If you do some wrong We in this We in this f*** We in this Yeah, we in this f*** yeah, yeah, we got a section full of girls And they badly speakin' in English Let's toast it up to the life And I mean
3: it we in this, we in this, we in this I got the fiochi on me now, almost in Plexico Shot the gangster Gibbs, he the next to blow You should see my gangster griller like this st- from am Just you know your car, transforms in a transformer You have a cook, the whole thing on the joint corner. But I'm out of nine on the gas grill Four fifty-fifty, pay my gas I got
4: Switching emotions and making them faces just like an emoji Fanta, it mixed with the Xanax, she lovin' the coding. All of my killers, they ready to follow me, I feel like Moses Got a hunt, with me, feel like Moses Got a hunt, killers with me, feel like Moses
3: Got a yacht on the board, feel like Moses Got a hundred bag, feel like, feel like gold Sippin' and drinkin', i feel feelin' like gold Sippin' and drinkin' like the yellow and purple, I'm mixin' that gold Look at the top of my automobile, look at the neck they wallow up Look at my neck you know what I mean? I'm calling the look at the thelli- best Look at them, they lookin' to prayers Came with a friend. I want the back, that bitch, you in the Yo, cold, 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 cold,
4: cold, cold, deep, oh, getin' about, me, the present, put the rollie and move like the present Mr. Depressin' Feelin' like Moses, I'm givin' them dance with the blue hair
3: and the gold teeth I'm from
1: Wrapping up the mini mix I am casual inside Herc's world The mini mix is brought to you by Your Birthright Make sure you check them out Yourbirthright.life Pregnant? Don't go through it alone Hire a trained doula Doulas are professionals who provide Non-stop, unbiased, and compassionate support Throughout pregnancy And the first steps into parenthood Research shows that no matter where or how A woman gives birth Doulas help make that experience A more positive one Need more information, check them out on the website, yourbirthright.life. That's yourbirthright, with a W, dot life. Or give them a call, 773-910-0508. You want to reach out to me, make sure you check me out on Snapchat. C casual, snap, that's double C-A-S-U-A-L, snap. Big Hurt. I know this week is all about being toxic. Man, what y'all got going on? What's up, bro? Our father, the
6: Perva,
1: made
6: sure that he knew where his kids were, his grandkids were, what they were doing, his great I mean, he really made sure that he checked up on everybody. So, you know, that's what we think about when we're trying to do stuff like this, have, you know, people together, you know, get all the generations together so they can know each other and talk to each other and maybe connect with each other on those years that we don't do a big family. And <laughs> hey, y'all
7: know how you do. I am the big hurt and get tuned in to hurts world man. Season three, episode seven. And y'all know black history month is the month of February. So here in Hurts World, I figured why not highlight my history? I'm a black man in America. That's kind of scary, but I do come from a rich um, family history. So we're going to call this episode. The Merrill family is black history. So, Um, What I decided to do is I got a couple of people that know me well, and we're going to just kind of sit back and kick it. Um, Just a moment of transparency. I did not release an episode last week because I was in a hospital with cellulitis. If you don't know what it is, Google it. Um, But if you don't feel like doing that, it is basically a infection that gets into your blood and causes um, your leg as well. So, I was in the hospital. I will tell y'all, I did try to record an episode from the hospital. They said, sit your ass down. So, when they said, sit your ass down, you said, sit your ass down. But anyway, man, um, stay tuned. You don't, this is episodes you don't want to miss. Um, we'll be right back with more
1: Hurts with Are you expecting a child and need someone to assess your birthing needs and create a personalized plan to support your growing family? Well, look no further than Your Birthright. Your Birthright are doulas who are trained professionals who provide nonstop and compassionate support throughout your pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Your Birthright also offers herbal teas for inflammation, immune health, menstrual cramps, and more. Use the code HERXWORLD at checkout for 20% off services and teas. For more information, check out yourbirthright.life. You don't have to go through your pregnancy alone with Your Birthright.
7: Welcome back to where World. I am none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And if she says I'm not, y'all know the rest. So, like I told y'all, uh, Black History Month is the whole month of February. And I wanted to highlight my family history during Black History Month. So, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves. And then we're going to get straight into it. So, I'm going to pass the, uh, the mic to my aunt. And we'll go from there.
6: I am Jerry Merrill Newton. Operative uh, name is Merrill. I'm the daughter of Kerba and Clarissa Merrill. I know that Marvin talks about his grandfather, you know, quite a bit, not only on the podcast but to friends. And that's the that's the line, the family line that we're uh, talking about today.
7: Okay. And somebody that knows me very, very well changed my diapers, wiped my boo-boos, and still gets on my case to this day.
8: Hi, I'm Nina Merrill, the third eldest of Herbert and Clarissa. Uh, And like you say, talking about Black history and my family, like my mom and dad, They inspired me because they did so many things. You know, my dad, he was elected to be a monitor in South Africa uh, when Nelson Mandela was running for president. I mean, I remember he marched in Chicago when Harold Washington first, you know, black mayor of Chicago. So, I mean, he instilled in us you know, you have to you have to stand up for what you believe. And like you say, we was in church and and all. So, I mean, he he did. And my mom, you know, she was right there by I had side, you know, she's, we just finished a big dinner today, and we talk, was talking about her recipes, how she would just piece them out. She would never share <laughs> the whole recipe, but, hey, we figured it out, because, I mean, she could get a bag of beans and a bag of chicken legs and she would make a feast and, you know, we just had a feast still. So, I'm from a very, very rich, loving, caring family. And that's what I try to instill in my son, you know.
7: So, let's talk a little bit about where that family tree starts. Um, So, I know we, I know on my auntie, Carol was living, we had some type of, uh, she was doing some type of family tree. Um, but you know, in Lamont, well, Jerry's gonna give us kind of like the rundown of where kind of where everybody fits and um, we'll go from there.
6: Well, our history is pretty typical of black Americans everywhere. We don't have all our history because we come from slavery. Slavery was not reported for blacks as it was for whites in America. But we, do, we can trace our heritage back to the 1800s, after the Civil War, when things became a little more organized for black Americans. So we have a, a Gulf, like the Gulf of Mexico, his name was Gulf Merrill. And he married this woman, Josephine, in about 1888. And that's really, you know, um, where we could first start tracking, where the murals come from. From there, uh, my father's father came and married our grandmother, Jesse Merrill and Willie. And though I, I do, I'm old enough to remember my grandparents. Uh, I don't know if Nina does. But or our grandfather, at least, because he died in his 50s or so. But they produced perbamil. And that's who we really kind of, you know, pay homage to. When we were kids, our family always gathered together, you know, to do parties. We had block parties. We had birthday parties. We had any, any reason to get together, we did. And I think it's pretty typical in our society now that people don't do that as much. I mean, obviously, we have our we have uh, family reunion teachers on, but all our family's not here. And, you know, it's like people do reunion, you know, but they're really difficult to get the whole family there. And I think that that, you know, is reflective of how our, our society is a little disjointed. You know that, you know that's not that core. You know, family that uh, keeps things together. You know, our our father, the papa, made sure that he knew where his kids were, where his grandkids were, what they were doing. His great, I mean, he really made sure that he checked up on everybody. So you know, that's what we think about when we're trying to do stuff like this. Have you know people together you know, get all the generations together so they can know each other and talk to each other and maybe connect with each other on those years that we don't do a big family reunion.
7: So coming from uh my granddad, um so and I call him papa. So um if y'all hear me say papa that's on time come on my granddad. Um so there's my granddad and my grandma, Carver and Carissa. Um from that union came seven seven of us. Seven yeah. kids. Um four girls and three boys, am I right?
6: Yeah.
7: Um so out of that seven there are myself
6: I think there was nine
7: actually. Nine kids out of
6: after uh, yeah. Well together for easy. Um I didn't have any children. I'm okay. the oldest. The next born, Kerba, had three children.
7: So that's three.
6: Uh, the next, Nina, produced me, you.
7: Me. <laughs> no, that's truly. That, that's, we can stop there, but I, I guess we got to keep going.
6: Marissa, the next one, she produced three.
7: So that's three, three. three. Seven. That's seven. That's
6: okay. That's seven. And, but that's it. Oh, no. Michael. Mike. Michael. Yeah. Mike. One. Right. Yeah. Eight. Yeah.
7: So out of the seven, out of the seven kids, there were eight grandkids. Um, And then out of the eight grandkids, now this is where it's going to get a little tricky. (laughs) Because I guess our generation was like, you know what? Sex is kind of fun. Let's have kids. Um, So we'll start with the oldest, who is Curb, has two. So that's two. Then Lalu, who passed, has one. One, so that's three. Then Lamar has one.
6: Four,
7: three.
2: Three. 3 right? Three, sorry.
7: so that's two, three. That's six. After La- Lamar, there's Larissa. Larissa, she doesn't have him. No, 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 no. I come before Larissa. Oh, you do? I'm, sorry. I'm older than Larissa. Okay. So there's me. Um, I have four. Um so I think we're at 13. we're at 10 now. Then Larissa, she doesn't have any yet. We're gonna push some babies away. Uh after Larissa, there is La Jessica who has five. Yeah. So that's 15. Um, and I think that's it. Is that it?
6: Yeah,
7: because I think La Jessica's the baby. Yeah. So Oh <laughs> Monique has two. So that's why,
2: why, why, why?
7: <laughs> there's usually one in the possible, we're gonna say two. Um so that's seventeen. So out of the eight so out of the seven kids, there's eight grandkids and then seven grandkids. seventeen great grandkids. Now none of us have kids that are old enough to have kids yet. So we're gonna stop there.
0: Yeah, but girl, she, oh, she's
7: pregnant right now. Oh, wait, wait. wait, wait. There's new development.
6: Nyla's pregnant? Yes, yes.
7: Nyla. So the great...
6: So you're going to be the first great grandfather. No, you have to be a grandfather. Oh, yes. uh, yeah. <laughs>
7: <laughs> so you are... So there's that. So now there's one great so one great great grandchild of <laughs> Kirby and Carissa so right. that's how that line of this family union kind of breaks down um, and that's how you got me of course from my mama so um, talk about talk a little bit about what it was like growing up in Mississippi and in Chicago um, with my grandparents
8: but growing up, like you say, when we was we all went to Catholic school, and we went to church every Sunday. I mean, it was like you say, these kids these days have all these video games. We were just talking earlier about books. You know, my dad really stressed that reading was important so we always read but it was like you know Monday through Friday dad work, mom took care of the house had meals prepared meals we went to school did chores after and like Saturday was like kind of a family day but Sunday was really I mean we got up went to church we made it. Went out to a fast food place once every blue moon, but mom cooked, you know, and that's what you know. We right. talk well, about there was seven of us, so you know, the
6: money wasn't there for us, right. without we wasting money on fast food, right? You exactly. know, as Nina said, mom would have to take a bag of beans sometimes and create something, you know, wonderful out of that, we you know. But what? Me. But one of the other things is that, you know, we we did grow up in church. We didn't grow up in Baptist church. We grew up in the Catholic church. And it was really because mom and dad wanted, I'm the oldest, they wanted the best school that they could send. And in those days, if you went to Catholic school, you had to be baptized into the Catholic church. So it's kind of, you know, so it's different. We weren't only baptized, mom and dad became very active in the church. So active that dad became one of the first black deacons in Chicago to be ordained a a deacon. They didn't do that in the Catholic church before. Uh, So he was very active. uh, And a lot of our activities centered around their political and their social activities with the church. You know, we would go to um, parties and potlucks with, ki- with kids from all over the area, suburbs and right. downstate, because of my parents' activities, their political activities. You know, they were working for, um, in the Civil Rights Movement yeah. before Harold Washington, Dad marched with the King engaged Guard. Oh, yeah. okay. um, he after the King riot on the West Side when Martin Luther King had passed, my father was one of those civilians who went out at night to try and calm the rioters, to try and, and you know, bring calm back to the community. Uh, so you know, there was always and, and mom too. I mean, right. she um, did things in, you know, at that time things were pretty separate for women. And then, but she did, you know, she was just as active as dad. And we saw that and we were part of that. So those were some of our activities would include that, you know. I marched and marched very young because I was used to seeing my parents, you know, um, stand up against injustice. I mean, I knew what that meant at a very young age, you know, and that's part of the heritage that they bring to us.
7: Okay. And y'all will hear later in the episode. How so? One thing that that stuck out to me was, um, they like to read. Um, when you the next the next couple segments you'll hear me and my cousins kind of get together and we'll rap and we'll rap a little bit. Um, we thought reading was a punishment um, because we had um, man, encyclopedias and. All these books that, like you know, like my, like my, like they said, my granddad and my grandma were, you know, very active. Like there was, um, there was a book. There's a whole collection of books, um, of black history uh, people, from Muhammad Ali to Zora Neale Hurston. And if uh, if you were if you were down south with the with your, with, with my grandparents during the summer. Um, and you kept running in and out the house, so you wouldn't sit down somewhere. You'd have to go in a room, um, on this bookcase and grab one of them, uh, black history books as we called them. And you'd have to read that book and you had to give a book report on what you read. So to your grandpa, to my, to, to my, to my papa, needless to say, um, I did a couple of those. So do that information, what you know, right. um, but no, so. Um, you met mama, you mentioned earlier about how uh grandpa was um elected as like the first monitor in south south africa, but talk a little bit about um grandma's uh role in CPS, uh,
8: Chicago Public okay? Yeah, she stopped where she started is our youngest sister was no longer with us. She started when she was in head start Mm -hmm. and she like was doing it volunteer and Mm -hmm. it turned into. Well, actually that was
6: like the parents teachers thing. It was a program where the parents were required to be active participants in the kids education. So that's why she was a volunteer for a while, but she
8: immediately. Right turned it into oh, a 25-year career, yeah. career. Yeah, and, as an educator. And so that was another thing where reading and and stuff was so important because, I mean, that's what she was a part of, you know. Not only did she challenge our lives and y'all lives. I mean, there's a lot of children that was in the Chicago public school system that she had. And she touched that yeah. she, right.
6: The other thing about our parents, when they came to Chicago, they were born in Mississippi.
2: Right.
6: Uh, my father enlisted in the army. Or yeah, I think he enlisted yeah, um, and he immediately went to uh Alaska and then he would after Alaska, he was stationed in California, in uh, Texas. So my mom stayed in Mississippi with me as a baby, and as soon as he came back from Alaska, he sent for us, and so we spent a little time in Texas uh, before he was discharged, and then he was discharging His uncle that come to Chicago, there's jobs, and so he got a job with the railroad. Now, my parents both graduated from Richston Colored High School. I've seen their diploma and it says Richston Colored High School. <laughs> that's a diploma. Um, and so when they came to Chicago, they didn't have a college education. But that's one of the things that I got to see them. Go through and do continuing ed and then go to college because dad had to, dad had college uh, classes he had to take to become a deacon. You know, while mom was going to school to become a teacher, he was doing that. So it wasn't even them telling us education was important. I could see where it was taking them because you know, they were getting more and more active, and show, Yeah, they were showing me what education does.
7: Huh. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Hark's World. Don't go nowhere.
1: Are you expecting a child and need someone to assess your birthing needs and create a personalized plan to support your growing family? Well, look no further than Your Birthright. Your Birthright are doulas who are trained professionals who provide nonstop and compassionate support throughout your pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Your Birthright also offers herbal teas for inflammation, immune health, menstrual cramps, and more. Use the code HERXWORLD at checkout for 20% off services and teas. For more information, check out yourbirthright.life. You don't have to go through your pregnancy alone with Your Birthright.
7: Welcome back to Heart's World, man. Season three, episode seven. Uh, we are talking Black History, aka my history. Today, um, I am joined by uh, my mom, who you know we're gonna call her Mama Hurt. That's, that, 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 that is That's that is here by her <laughs> name. Um, and my and my aunt, aunt Jerry. um Before we went to break, we're talking a little bit about um, how my grandparents instilled the education into not only their children but into their grandchildren their great grandchildren also um and we're talking a little bit a little bit about how um my grandmother um was a school teacher my fa- my grandfather is a weekly so let's fast forward here a little bit um Grandma and grandpa both retired um grandfather retires from the Catholic Catholic, Catholic Charities Church Church Church. of mm-hmm. Chicago, um, of senior housing. Um, if y'all, if y'all ever, if y'all ever look at my selfies, and y'all notice that there is a cut above my left eye, um, I was six. I was bored, and I pulled a table on my head. But you know, I was young and dumb, judge your mama. Um, but that was one of the places where you know me and my mom stayed um because of that's where my granddad worked um yes. i remember
8: also working there. well my mom worked
7: there yeah. too yeah um i remember vividly um my granddad got me out of probably the worst whooping i probably would have got in my whole life <laughs> um so anybody from chicago knows um I grew up the first nine years on the south side, last nine years on the west side. Um, but anyway, um, so the Catholic charity building where my mom and my granddad both worked was on sixty seventh and Palina. Um, Me and my mom lived on seventy first and Marshfield. Y'all, um, now, now if you if you think it in your head, that don't sound like it's far. It's it's really not. Um, But the only thing In that is There's this huge intersection um, In Chicago, Ashland Avenue Where Cars, trucks All that are going by Buses Buses. I'm about seven years old I figure, hey, I'm going to play a trick on my mama I'm going to hide From my mama To, you know Get her to come home because I'm ready to go home Uh, Long story short I end up walking all the way home. I'm supposed to be playing a trick on my mom, but I end up hiding and walking all the way home. Um, My granddad and my mom are freaking out. They don't know where I am. The story that I hear, my granddad like, I'm just gonna take you home, and we'll, you know, he may be there. And here I am sitting on the front porch, um, without a care in the world, Um, like. I don't know what's going on. So my granddad sees me. My mom sees me. And I literally, the first words out of my mama's mouth are, You're going to die. And I'm like, I didn't do nothing. You know, you're you not know, like when you're little, you don't know what you really did. Um, you know, they had been looking for me and I didn't know. And um, my mom's first word, I'm going to kill you. Granddad steps in and says, Hey, don't whoop him! Don't whoop him tonight, because if you whoop him, you're gonna kill him. Um, so that's how I got out of that. That's how I got out of that. Whooping, I'm at, and I am forever in debt to my granddad for sparing me the rod of that time. Um,
2: right.
7: So, growing up. So, talk a little bit about them retiring down back to Mississippi.
8: I guess, yeah, they was like, all the kids was grown, and like, they wanted to come back south, so, because I remember they was looking at places down here. Well, it he was always that, dad was determined that when he retired, he was going back to Mississippi. Right. But mom wasn't black, like right, really, he yeah. into it. And they had some land in Mississippi. Richston, Mississippi. But they uh decided they finalized in loosedale Mississippi. And that's where they retired. I mean, it was we all, and we moved them down here and uh, went back to the city. And I guess they was down here about Two maybe three years before I got downsized out of my job and my dad like, oh come it's jobs down Mississippi, you can go down there and get money and save money and come back. And I've been down for <laughs> twenty-some well, years later, I'm still down here. So
7: so Jerry, you were born in Mississippi, but, you know, you you were born here, but then you moved to Chicago. What was the culture shock like for you coming back to Mississippi when you were visiting and, you know, grandma, grandpa, every retired?
6: I don't know if you call it cult. I was a different girl from my cousins. I had cousins who were my same age, but I was, particularly when I was really young, my next brother wasn't born to for six years. Right. So I was kinda of, I kind of had an only child right. you know mentality for a long time, even after Kerber and Lena came. But when I went to Mississippi, I didn't initially think about things like how you talk to a white person or I can't go to the bathroom in this store, or you know, say you know, I was a polite child, but I wasn't like I don't think overly polite, because I was raised in the north and the rules were different in the north. So whenever we came back to visit my grandmother, I was get totally lectured about things I could could not or should not do. You know, so that was, you know, I don't know if you call it culture shock. It was just like kids had to learn, you know, the kids from the north how to act in the south. You know, and that went on for a long time. I remember telling my husband a story that um, I was old enough to read, but I didn't really, you know, know. You know, I was pretty young, and we had went to a gas station and went to the bathroom, and outside I saw a water fountain that said color for color only. And I asked my mom what color was the water because that's the only thing that I could have, as- I didn't associate it certainly with me. Mm-hmm. I just thought, wow, that's kind of strange. They have colored water
8: in the South. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone. Uh, and
6: just
7: heard
8: saying that, like, say, a couple of weeks ago, I looked at that movie about Emmett Till And, like, say, he was from Chicago mm-hmm. and he came, and you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah and at, right, and just that. There, because see, like you say, we would come down, and but well, we would just come down like maybe a week or two, you know. Yeah. So, like I mean, even we a week seen, yeah, we
6: come right. down for Christmas and Thanksgiving like We like a couple
8: weeks yeah. in the summer, Sometimes. And like you say, you know, we seen some of, of the racism, but mm-hmm. you know, we wasn't. You know, as much probably as Jerry needed. And also, by the time they came, my parents
6: were part of a really ecumenical, interracial, uh, religious community. So, you know, we had white friends because, right. you know, that's my parents had white, you know, Great. friends and they had children. Right. You know, so, and we, So going to the south where things were so segregated or, you know, that was kind of unique for us. We didn't, you know, we didn't understand where our cousins were coming from when they felt, you know, fear.
7: So when y'all would come down and visit um, and they would, your cousins would talk to y'all about the fear of, you know, don't say this, don't say that. Was that something y'all took back home or is just kind of like, all right, we got to act this way while we down here. And then when we get back home, it's just, it's business as usual. And I think,
8: yeah, maybe it was, you know, because like you say, you act like, you know, so, but like one story and I remember even telling it to somebody, you know, not too long ago, is a friend on Claremont.
2: That's where we grew up at.
8: Right. And he like, oh, y'all got white, y'all mama and them got white friends and stuff. And so, like, I felt, you know, for a minute kind of ashamed like they shouldn't have. But six months after that, uh, my mom, you know, when she had care, she was pregnant mm-hmm. with Carol, and then they left. And she was, you know, almost dead, because they did. And she had to stay in the hospital, you know, for a week. But they let Carol come home. But it was then, it was all those white, I mean, casseroles. It was a couple that took the boys, you know, yeah. to their farm, the happenings. And, and, I mean, they really organized my mom.
6: Our mom was in the hospital for a long time, right. and then she recuperated for a long time. And they actually organized right. like what they were going to do, right? you know,
8: I and mean, to take care of us. Right, because, I mean, it was just getting ready. It was the beginning of a school year. Yeah, the beginning of school. You no, know, I mean, they took us to school. And, and, we, and we had a baby. I mean, a little baby. Right, <laughs> they came, Right, because it was pictures care on it. Carol Anne, our youngest sister, and these white right hands feed her, you know, it's so baller. right. So you know, so yeah, our experience, you know, because right. our
6: parents, it's a little new method right. that, yeah. that we've always had. You know, multi-racial, yeah. right. you know, people in our lives, right? Yeah.
8: And that's
7: who we are. We didn't judge a person by the color of their skin. We judged them by what was in their heart. You know. So talk a little bit about um, the sisters and brothers that are not here. Um, I know, Uncle Jerry, you're the oldest mom. You're the third oldest. But there is uh, my Uncle Curb who has passed away. Um, Then there's my Uncle Glenn who's here, but um, he look, he look tie from all out Look, I had some thigh ass chicken and shrimp today. <laughs> um, just thought I put it out there. Uh, but he well, You have an
6: uncle who has a culinary presence in, well, in Atlanta.
7: So, uh, yeah, <laughs> if y'all if you're ever in Atlanta, y'all know who the like. <laughs> um, but you know, got my uncle Glenn who does that. Got my um uncle Mike, who is a talented director, um works for American Airlines, also has an amazing podcast with his wife. Um that, you know, we'll plug here shortly. Um and then we have my auntie Lynn who is not here with who's here. Well she's not here, but uh she's on a um about to go on a think a church mission trip. And then we have my aunt Carol who passed away. Um you know so talk a little bit about you brothers and sisters and how, you know, y'all kind of, how grandma and grandpa loved y'all so that y'all could
0: love each other.
6: Well, Herba, as I said, there was a gap between me and my next sibling. And obviously as a child, I did not understand that mom had gone through miscarriages and getting pregnant again had been difficult for some, whatever reason. Oh. But I remember that, particularly dad, was overjoyed to have a son. So much so as, you know, it, it was annoying to me. Even as, a, even as a child, I I got that sense. I remember that he came home one day with two bikes. And they were beautiful. They weren't like just your regular kids' bikes. They were like racing bikes. He had found them. Someone was selling them. It was a deal. But like no one, no one that I knew had bikes like this, and he had two, one for the baby that had just been born and one for me, luckily. <laughs> so I felt I got a bike because I had a baby brother. <laughs> you know, Herbert was like such a personality. He could fill a room, you know, within five seconds. Um he he struggled with authority sometimes as far as his employment so he didn't really you know i think use his um his special skills to the best way that he could and therefore he kind of floundered looking for you know like how to support a family support himself
7: Um. so after Uncle Uncle Curb there is my mama right. so mm-hmm. talk about what it's like being one of the older ones with Uncle Mike Auntie Lynn, Auntie Carol
8: well like I say I always kind of was out of place cause like I tell people I had a one brother and one sister older than me and two brothers and two sisters younger than me. So I was kind of always the middle child. Right. The middle child. So I was like passed over on something. Because I remember one time uh Auntie Lynn she, uh, she wanted some new boots. So she was going to sing. So she was saying, oh, I can't be in the in the show, if I don't get these new boots, and like I say, it was a a place where they had two pairs of shoes for five dollars so I mean it was you know not a holiday or nothing, so I mean, we didn't go shopping, but he had to go and get len these white go-go boots and I was so bad. I'm like I she but it's just just different but you know we all we all kind of stuck together if somebody else outside the family was trying to mess with us. But as together as a family, we
2: were always
8: <laughs> us <laughs> and, and fight over little things. But
7: they be fussing and fighting now, and i um, mean and well,
6: we, we have stuck to the first personality. We're all right. we're all so different, and then but we're all sort of alive. <laughs> you know? yeah. right. it's really right. weird. You
7: know, so um, but no. Um, it's, but we didn't
6: talk about Carol.
7: So yeah, let's 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 say I I, I figured, so I figured I would save the best for last because she is the baby, and if she were here, she would tell y'all <laughs> that none of them other folks matter. She is the main attraction. Um, so my aunt Carol um, is the baby of the seven that we talked about earlier. Um. Charismatic could light up a room, put you in your place within 3.5 seconds of, if you ever got out of line. Um, because and, and 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 if you crossed her, you just you knew it, it wasn't, it wasn't on sugarcoating it. it. If she ain't like you, she told you. Um, but she was the ultimate daddy's girl. Um, there's so many stories about how. Uh, my Auntie Carol and my granddad were just joined at the hip, okay. and you, could, you couldn't you could say nothing about my granddaddy around my Auntie Carol that was negative, or oh. um, well, she was going to let you have it. So talk a little bit about Auntie Carol.
6: Well, I think to that, to you know, how she had that wrapped around her finger, <laughs> I, was telling, I was telling someone that for two years, she called that George. Remember that yeah. she would say she would call dad George as opposed to dad or Kerba. Yeah. And she would just, you know, like, and he wouldn't answer her. What? Uh-huh. Why, would you, why would, I don't know. I don't know why she picked that name. I think because she put, you know, pick a ridiculous name, you know, and so for, you know, a, a long time, you know, she would be like George, can uh you pass me you those know, pancakes? I mean, it was like the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> yeah. And he would do it, you know? It was like no debate, no, I mean that's why I don't know the story because nobody explained it. It was just
8: something that Carol could get away with doing. Right. You know, and did. And he would tease all the time, we he like, hey. When mama had too, they was tired because you got away with so much stuff that it wasn't even funny. I mean, like I say, we had loving parents, but they was also straight, they was disciplined. So we knew, I mean, mama had to look, if she looked at you, you know, you better straighten up. Like I say, uh, going to the store some days, to this day and see how kids be showing up. I said, that could have been one of Clarissa's kids. You know? No, we did not. But I think my funniest story for Carol is I was about 18, 19, and she was four or five. And I took her to see Jerry, and she was working downtown. So we had like buses. So it was getting out long in the day, so we had to walk uh five and a half a mile from Jerry's office to the to the bus that we needed to get on to get home so she was and like you say, Carol, she always have been a big girl, so I mean yeah. tall a small baby and right you know <laughs> so uh. We going down State Street. I'm like, we almost there, Kara. We almost there. And she crying and fussing and want me to pick her up and all this. I'm like, we almost there. So she was crying. And it was probably time for her nap. But I got her on the bus. And uh, I'm like, i huh, sit down. I had to pay my bus fare. And this little white lady, you know, she's like, gave her a peppermint, said, oh, it's okay, darling. And she gave care of the kid. and Carol took it and threw it back at her. <laughs> <laughs> I said, good, you don't do that. Then I started popping on the legs and they like, hold on here to look. I'm about to, <laughs> you know, see so she finally uh, you know, calm down. But Mom was meeting us at the bus stop and I told mama I'm not taking that girl nowhere else But
6: I know it's so funny my- we're talking about what she did and this weekend we're looking at our we have you know nieces about that same age and we're like oh <laughs> Right. You know, like we get so frustrated at what they do. Right. But it's like, right. yeah, Carol did the same thing. But maybe, maybe that was not as bad as we think. Right. Can. So we had some active kids this weekend. <laughs> exactly.
0: That
7: we did. Um you know, so it's 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 always amazing to me how um, you know, you get together with family and you hear all these different stories about these, your different relatives, aunties, uncles, cousins that you like, you know, their name, but then you, you know, you don't know them for real, for real. Or you know that particular cousin, and you know, that, that particular family member, and then you get to hear a funny story about, you know, something they did or, you know, reminiscing about something else. Um, You know, like, and you'll hear, and I'm going to tell it, I don't want to tell it again, but um, you'll hear me say in the next segment, well, I'll tell y'all in the next segment how me and my daughter are kind of like tied um together in a bond with my with my granddad. Um we are probably only two um grandchild and great grandchild to uh, to get, ever get whooped by my granddad. So um i say y'all gonna hear it twice, I don't care. Um so the story is so y'all know I lived in Mississippi for a while. Um, but I'm I'm a up north kid. Um I got my whooping because I would not for the life of me, yes ma'am, no ma'am, yes sir, no sir. And Papa been saying, Hey, you need to, you know, you need to show respect. And I could, I wouldn't do it. So he took me in a room, let me have it. So that's 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 my whipping. That's the only one only time my grandfather would me. Any other time, all he had to do was look. Or since I was the favorite, I ain't get them type. I ain't get that type of treatment. He beat the mother kids, and he beat, he hit me. Um, but my daughter, um, who is the fitting image of me. She's the great grandchild that got the whooping because uh it was Christmas and we were uh at the house and my granddad said hey she was she was messing with the house phone. Right,
2: right.
7: And my granddad told her, Stop messing with that phone. And she said, "Ah," And I said, And I said, uh, you better leave that phone alone. She's yeah. So she gets my so she's, you know, in baby talk, she talked crazy to me. Um so she did it again. My granddad said, Hey, I done told you stop messing with that phone. And of course, you know, she my child, so she had to say something else. Um, she touched the phone again. And before she could put the phone back on the handset, my granddad had popped her quick three times and she looked at me. And she looked at my granddad, and I just I can't help you that, <laughs> like just, I, I told you to stop. Like, but and and she looked at my granddad, and she had like she with her, she just had tears in her eyes, and she just looked. And I can remember vividly, my granddad said I told you to stop, and then he ended up putting on his lap, and she just sat there and bounced for for a good twenty minutes, and you know the we the only two. Grandkid and grand, great grandkid and grandkid, whoopings of mine by my granddaddy. Um, and I think I was like one of the good grandkids because I, <laughs> I only got, I can vaguely remember only getting two whoopings from both of them, like one from my granddaddy. And I think the one time my grandma whooped me, um, she made me sit on the stool and hold my hand out, and she hit me with um, her a, a purse. Her purse, nah oh. it wasn't a switch. I think it was I think it may it may have been a switch. It was either a switch or um one of her the leather strap of her purse. Okay. And if you moved your hand, she right. pops she you, you pops up. you some more.
2: She was tired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, right. really. so you a lot more energy. All right.
7: But you know, just wanted to, you know, just Highlight my grandparents in um, my bloodline and, where I, you know, part of where I come from. Um, y'all have heard me say a couple of different times, you know, that my granddad was one of the first uh, people to see Nelson Mandela elected when he was uh, president of uh, South,
2: South, South Africa. Africa.
7: Um, you know, and he kind of instilled that energy into his kids, his grandkids, his great grandkids. Um, and that energy and everything flows through us and moves on through us. So um, stay tuned. It's going to get a little bit spicier uh, because my cousins are up next and um, they got some stories for you. So stay tuned. You listen to Hearst World. We'll be right back.
1: Are you expecting a child and need someone to assess your birthing needs and create a personalized plan to support your growing family? Well, look no further than Your Birthright. Your Birthright are doulas who are trained professionals who provide nonstop and compassionate support throughout your pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Your Birthright also offers herbal teas for inflammation, immune health, menstrual cramps, and more. Use the code HERXWORLD at checkout for 20% off services and teas. For more information, check out yourbirthright.life. You don't have to go through your pregnancy alone with Your Birthright.
7: And y'all know it's the Hurts. Oh, Welcome back to Hurst World. I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, the big hurt. And if she says I'm not, she's a liar. Man, we are talking to uh, my family, one part of my family. Um this weekend has been like a kind of like a family reunion, man. That's that's what is what that's what it was coined as. So I got a couple of my cousins out here. Um Amen. Um, you might hear an embarrassing story or two about myself, uh, but it's mostly going to be about somebody—the the cousins that ain't here because they ain't here to defend themselves. Um, but y'all, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Tell people who y'all are. We'll get going.
1: This big Uh, because, uh <laughs> I'm the third oldest, uh, Lamar. Uh, I'm from uh, Chicago. Navy veteran. You know,
7: we grew up together. Chicago, Mississippi, Houston. <laughs> I never went to Houston. <laughs> never been there. So, uh, uh, so, so so, if you hear any Houston stories, I wasn't there. Ooh. Go ahead, Kurt.
0: My name, my name, Kirk. I'm the, I think I'm the oldest, one you of the oldest, oldest ca- I'm the oldest cousin. He said I
2: bought
0: up. I want to be young, I want to be young, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but my I, I guess I have, I'm the oldest. Yeah. I'm the oldest cousin. I I've, I've been around the block too. Yeah, I he's a, a, I was he's a, a big little bro. Uh, <laughs> he, he can let me go whenever he get ready. <laughs> 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 Let's go. <laughs> oh, fix
7: the so that will be- <laughs> um there may or may not have been drinking before this actually started. May. um, May. I'm may, glad may you will. I think like he had
2: his breakfast.
7: Drinking, hey, huh? y'all.
5: I'm with Jessica Hayes. I'm the second to the youngest. Uh, grandchild of both of the Merrills. You
7: just have to put that out there. You had, you had, you Why well, am I the, the
5: second to the youngest? I I'm, I mean, y'all the old
7: folks.
2: Oh! She's going to put us on the block. <laughs> on oh, the block
7: back up the street oh my
5: this is like she not over 30 uh, <laughs> never okay. Okay. now don't what what you mean? all
2: right, don't don't just, right. If you 30, that's lamar uh, got 10 if, years on
7: if, if you want if you want him tonight He's gonna say you twenty two, but he know your real age.
5: Well, hey, we both know the truth, yeah. so
7: hey. Anyway, so uh, they say you can tell by the age by the rings. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it, man. Um, how was it for y'all growing up um, as a mirror? Well, you know, it was it was fun. It was uh some whoopings <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 like, something that you're right now. <laughs> the Layla needs it was, it was fun it was, it was a lot of fun it was uh I you know I remember me
7: boo my brother you know we used to we, we, one time we played uh
1: basketball against uh Mike <laughs> my dad and uh, Glenn and yeah, we, we beat them, and they're trying to make us bet again, and I took the money, I said, nah, I'm good. <laughs> my brother, they wanted to continue. I'm like, nah, we ain't going to win that next time. They're sure. they going
7: to be hacking now. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was fun
0: times, man. Yeah, it really was. What about you, Kirk? Man, I, Lou. <laughs> Lou, my, that was like my other brother. Uh, I mean, uh, me and Lou, we just, we did everything together. Always. It just was like that for us. I mean, it's him being being the youngest to the oldest. <laughs> and he was he, and he was so he was kind of like the oldest to, to some of the younger ones. But Lewis, he was he was funny. He was always a character with his. He he always he was a bright light. Was <laughs> he was a bright light. He was a bright light. I mean, you know. I, all, always clean. <laughs> always clean. This boy, he dressed dressed down to the nines every yeah, day. Uh, Pulling pullin the baddest. Uh, the, the baddest.
7: Uh, he could walk, walk out the house without a crease in his jeans. Listen, facts, though. Uh,
0: that was Ludo. That was just going to cut you. And That was just uh, Lou. That was just Lou, man. Always. Right. Always, huh? He I mean he just he just dressed like that. He lived like that. I mean, he was
1: one of a kind.
0: One man. of a kind, all by himself. A man. I love that boy to death. <laughs> I did, man. I do. Still, I, I mean... just. Oh, life? was great?
5: to say the least yeah uh growing up in in chicago had uh as i mentioned lou that was my older brother who tragically died at the age of 18 18, yeah in chicago going to visit his dad um yeah i mean yeah something that i mean never solved his murder uh as my mom would say i mean i I definitely walked for a parent um growing up on claremont
2: from the block party to everything. I mean, what was great as a mirror? That's all
7: we have is being uh, for <laughs> uh, so for everybody that doesn't know what a black party is, um, it's when man, you would shut down like you know, when uh Jessica said Claremont, that was our block. That was my grand that was what my grandparents bought. Um they bought a two flat.
0: Yeah, yeah.
7: They bought a two flat and pretty much um man a whole family at some point, we lived in lived his house. house. Um, either you was there for visiting, or you actually lived there. I actually lived there, but they would shut down the whole block. Um, kids would be on bikes. We play basketball, It'd be food, fun. The neighbors come out, music. This is a big ass party, man. So, you know, growing up in Chicago for me, um, with this side of my family, is something that you know I really cherish. Like I like I always tell y'all, it's like the first nine years. I was with my mom, you know, so those are my, you know, fondest memories of being um, on that side, you know, the first nine years. Um, I think I, myself and my daughter, who you'll hear from later, are um, probably the only grandkid and great-grandkids to actually be whooped by my granddad. Um, (laughs) That's an honor. You know, so like mostly like most mm-hmm. people are like, you no. you're proud of that? yeah, mm-hmm. like, because if y'all ask anybody, y'all y'all hear from my aunties and uncles. My grandma was the one that whooped everybody. You know, like, and I, I remember one time, I I think one time I got a whooping. Um she would make you hold your hand out. And like and you had to sit sit on a little wood, she had a little wooden stool. You had to sit, you had to sit on the stool and hold your hand out, and she would pop you about four or five times with a strap. But my granddad wouldn't whoop nobody. He'd just look at you. Uh, and if he gave you that look, you knew,
0: terrorized.
7: You listen, know listen. Listen. You, you know mean, listen. Listen. Look.
0: Oh, oh, listen. that's not, that's not, uh,
7: you know, so. You tried to go your head. But but me and, and, and my daughter <laughs> are, you know, I guess we just them hard kids. kids. Um, I think I got a whooping because I got a whooping Cause I didn't say yes sir no sir yes oh, and no. no, so stop. that was my whooping. Um, Chloe got a whooping because my granddad was like, "Hey, stop messing with that phone," and uh, she's oh, about she's hey, about hey, one. She was up and uh,
0: she was up already. Right? She kept talking. To uh, me. She
7: kept I messing mean, mean. with the phone. Granddad said, "Hey, stop!" She looked at him. Uh,
0: look, I ain't. And you.
7: she grabbed the phone again before she knew it.
0: He popped late.
7: her head so fast. It was too late,
0: and she looked. Hey <laughs> man, I, said, I said, "Can't bro. help you, bro." <laughs> listen, that, <laughs> that, look, that, that ain't my business. my business. That ain't my business. That's look, my
2: business. look. My business. I don't know my right. I don't I don't what. I ain't even back.
7: Great granddaddy. Um you know, so this is one of them things that you know I well I, I went as a bad badger. Um, you know, so that's but that's just me. Um I'm sure. so growing up as a mayoral man, um what do y'all what are some of y'all fondest memories? Uh I gotta say it about the memory about the basketball game. Uh man, let me think Memories. I got five memories of, uh, you know, in Houston, Texas. Me, Lou uh <laughs> Lisa, <laughs> Jessica. I was, uh, Sorry? My brother, I was watching movies, like yeah. sitting, laying down and putting the pallet down in front of the front of the yeah. couch and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh ain't she cooked me some tacos.
8: Oh, yes. Taco, who could talk about the I just want to ask I ain't yeah.
0: questions. Uh, he said, but he got to know. <laughs> I just want to know. Ain't he she took his Oh, so a mother Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: She, she, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's it, huh? how many people like
0: Steak, chicken, ground beef. Right, fast she, she I think I, 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 I to no. <laughs> like
6: uh, no.
2: well, I, I, I mean, not
0: that I can remember. Okay, exactly. uh,
6: we'll, we'll, we'll,
0: we'll I need my phone.
2: phone. We'll, we'll <laughs> Auntie Lin, about 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 Lin I do want to Lin,
0: Auntie Lin, Auntie Lynn though. I mean you know, She was a good she was a good domestic I mean, I, I, mean, I, 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 she, she I, I, yeah, uh, she yeah, uh, so. she she I, 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 Always. I, 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 she was I, 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 I,
2: I, I, yeah, love. you you cost too much. Love, Tacos. She all Great. Okay.
7: That's she taco flavor. Okay. You could have asked me, but in the same breath, all my fault. He was a cryptographer. I can't even lie. Look. So, I mean, I just had to ask, man. I'm sorry. I just asked. Good,
0: man. So, Kurt, what are you what are some of your fine memories, man? Oh man, I boy, boy, boy. Man, mind you, it's just me. Me, bro. I mean, I remember. Me, man, me, right. me and Lou used to just get into stuff. That's it. That's all. Oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, we, we, uh, so we just used to get into stuff. That's just man. I, me and Lou ran. But see, I'm glad
7: you said that because I, I need you to, I need you to tell the story of when y'all uh, flipped Grandpa's truck.
2: Wait, what oh, I don't know oh I'm going around know. that curve, we'll mind
0: you, know. I told him not to take that <laughs> <laughs> I
2: told,
0: well, I told i mean when when it happened, I told him not to take that, and the next thing I know we was driving we was riding <laughs> down the road, and we in, <laughs> oh my goodness. it they, we were just riding down the road, and we just the next thing you know we hit out, I said, oh shit. <laughs> We just hit <laughs> out. I mean, it was just like we was gliding for a little bit, and then next that. You know, the truck just flipped. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, oh my god, what did we? Gonna, we this, this ain't gonna be good. <laughs> so my granddad
7: had a uh, man a Chevy S, one of those small Chevy S ten trucks, and uh, you know every you know we all from Chicago
0: and up north, I don't but they retired from. I don't know what this is saying. So uh
7: my grandma's sh- 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 retired from uh Chicago City, Chicago Public <coughs> and granddad's uh retired from uh, Catholic charity. So they they was like, well, we're gonna go back home down to Mississippi. So when they moved to this small town in Loose uh called Lousdale, Mississippi, my granddad bought a uh Red Chevy S 10 truck. Love the shit out of that truck, man, because he would like um let you ride on the back of it and you know i'm a bunch of city niggas like what you doing on the back of the truck that, that it's kind of fun you know so uh but you know they I rode around they i wasn't uh sure. i don't think i, I think i drove that. i think i was able to drive that truck one time um and i was about 12. so um you got anything you had any other memories
2: here, Corbett said, don't drive it. <laughs> don't. I, I try to tell him.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it happened. Who, who was driving? I think it was Essie who was driving.
5: Hold on, Essie talking about a little short, Essie? He?
0: Mm-hmm. he he was just one of the boys that hung with us.
2: Bro, so, no Essie. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about... I'm saying, but y'all let somebody else drive. Your granddaddy Like
0: church. that, like that, like that, <laughs> like that. Like, like that, like that.
7: I, I get it, I get it. No, um, because Lewis, because
0: I don't think Lamar was there. I, I, I know I wasn't there, and I know Lamar wasn't there. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it, it probably was. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was Essie that was driving. I mean, because that's, that's who drove. Oh, wow. I mean, when we rolled out, man, we usually let him drive because he always wanted to drive. Yep, still uh, <laughs> he, always, <laughs> he always wanted to drive, <laughs> wanted to drive <laughs> and so we let him drive. <laughs> I mean, but when we hit out, Everybody was quiet.
7: What is some of your fond memories, Rona? Oh, finest
5: memories. I love just um <clears throat> walking from school to uh, the Carol Robinson Center every day, where I would go meet my aunt when she worked there. Auntie Carol worked there for I think that was her only job. She worked there,
2: yeah, yeah. probably thirty
5: plus years. Yeah, she did. So, so working, lot um, of that walking from school every day to the Carol Robson Center with friends and my sister and, you know, just having that daily life, as I mentioned from, um,
8: place was named after her.
5: Oh, no, no. It was named after the four little girls who, um, died in a church. I think it was the church mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love the block parties. The block parties was always a hit from family to everybody on the neighborhood to the foods to the music, everything. I mean, when, I mean, during the um, block party. I mean, when I say everybody was there, everybody who was in family was there, you know, from outside family to neighbors. I mean, they were always there. Um, As my cousins mentioned, um, sleepovers together from watching movies, making pallets and stuff, just watching movies together. Those were, uh, you know, some of my fondest memories growing
7: up. So let me go on record and say that for a long time, I didn't like La Jessica or Larissa. <laughs> and the reason I didn't like them. Why they were is,
2: mean girls? <laughs> well, no, they, they
7: weren't mean. So this I'm going to tell y'all why I didn't like it. So every summer, I would, you know, we would all come down to grandma and grandpa's. house. And um, one summer in particular, I came down. I, everybody was kidding. So my grandparents had a decent-sized house, decent-sized yard. I would have to wake up six o'clock in the morning for the sun came up to go cut grass. The rest of the sleep in nine ten o'clock. I <laughs> to take out <laughs> the He's
5: on the he was only male at the house, other than my grandpa.
7: I call favoritism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I let it be known. Yes, I was the only male, but I was the only one up at six o'clock in the morning with my granddaddy. Cutting grass, moving limbs. Oh, they, in can, the do heat. So. Oh, they can do. Oh, they could. Why so. they got to sleep to 10, 11 <laughs> o'clock. And That's then, and, and like then and, 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 and what made it so bad, they wake up at like 10, 10, 10 3, 11 o'clock. <laughs> <Our sister. laughs> they be like, Oh, you hungry, baby? But I'm to five dollars. <laughs> You know they 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 get, they get these little full they eat these full course meals, and then you know they eat. I done I already worked six hours, so I, I figure I can go sit down and watch TV. No, oh, gotta find some more work for me. To do.
5: You mean you mean those summers when we had to do book reports? No, no, no. And,
7: Look, book and, reports and, and were a punishment for y'all. Book I reports. Had, those those were required. The library. And
5: couldn't watch TV after nine o'clock. That was summers <laughs> in the marrow, <Maryland laughs> president. Or well, we had to do work in the summer.
7: So I- my granddad had a uh he had a he had a he had a whole bunch of them uh yep. children's black history books. So, and I'm sorry, uh, I, 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 uh, I I'm gonna leave. Though. You to
5: You know what? I'm glad you I said that because we need them books right about the now. Other stuff. What yeah, through.
2: I know I've and seen it but I, side. Oh my oh, god. Right. Oh so,
5: pull
2: up For a credit talking. project, and we can't find him. Look at Carver. Look so look look looking at that child. What can I? Look at that. Look, Carver, your son wants you. Um, Mom, he said, "Yeah, but no, Carver um, will come he, and get you. Carver will come and get you. Get your kid. Uh, <laughs> we would. We don't have kids. He "He said, look,
7: he said, he said." It gets stuff done, he he done said, and then You got in trouble, with my. Said, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have to write a book. Like you have to get one of these books. Um, read the cut. whole book, and then you'd have to write a exactly. report about the book. And only, and, and you couldn't watch TV until the book was until your book report was turned in. Now, Lamar, Lamont, Le I don't think they had deals. Yeah, no, you know, no,
1: well, no, I yeah, never. I my dad used to make it do book reports too. He used to, basically. My uncle used to send one me one when one. I was when I was you know, like nine, ten. Uncle used to send like on my birthday for my birthday present. Uncle Glenn he used to send like. Encyclopedias. Okay. That'd be your gift. I'm you glad gift. I
2: didn't get those. Right. That's why give, give my kids books. Then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, he bought yeah. kids books to read yeah. for yeah. their birthday. I do it too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was that's like cute. And then he'd be like, if I get in trouble, he'd be like, he'll just pick a letter. <laughs> and then he'd be like, the first thing he see in the encyclopedia, you gotta write a book about this that, this uh, I don't know. It's, Squid, or whatever it is, <laughs> you gotta write about a squid. Now I gotta read learn about squids and, and then write it in a book like a book report. So, my dad probably got there. Who was Obviously, grading his them? dad? hip like, I don't oh, think
5: so. nobody necessarily graded They just wanted to know. You just sat down and you
2: stopped over. Tell me if I did it. I can't just do
7: anything, Like just write. No, not no scribbles from I mean I don't You had to write it. And it had to be something about whatever you were actually that book boy. He would know, like, oh, you ain't gonna just write anything, it's just made up. To- <laughs> like, I know you read about this. But yeah.
5: see, the thing about it is we all fail to realize our grandmother was a school teacher. Yeah, there we go.
7: Yeah, that's, that's what it all that's about. Like. That's what my dad probably oh, that's probably where yeah. it came from. Yeah, yeah. Cause, Cause mama. yeah. I, yeah. Look, because I was when I Look, When I was little, I hated reading. Well, no, I, 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 I take that back. I, I like reading when I was little. I can't stand it now. But, uh, <laughs> it's the opposite for me. I yeah. love reading now. I do.
5: I love reading now. I hate
7: to read it school. I hate to read school. No, Lamar reads a lot, though. But he I, does.
2: Yeah.
7: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it made, I do too. And it made school easier, because I just would read, like, the textbooks. If I get a history book, I would just read it. Oh, you know? Even if I didn't, even if I was skipping school, <laughs> 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 I would know. I don't I thought about what happened in 1812 right
2: because
7: if I don't my granddaddy going he yeah. got a book about it exactly yeah. that part so uh before we wrap up the segment man um somebody like I was reading
2: on leave, the phone uh, One thing the he, listeners he, he does on his phone he knows what's going on he reading something on his phone
7: leave the listeners with something that uh um, leave the listeners with the reason you're proud to be <laughs> Oh man, I'm proud to be a bro. I got a, lots of reasons to be proud to be a bro. I got birth. My 18, Carol Robbins, she, she, man, she a legend in Chicago. Facts, know, Man,
0: that's it. That's all. Man, I got a lot of reasons to be proud to be so. a bro.
7: So many reasons. Uh, let me think. Some other reasons. My my granddad.
0: My granddad uh, yeah, he...
7: served his country honorably uh, in the Korean War, I believe. Right? You find Was Korea? it Korean? I think, I think it was Korean War. Yeah, he fought the Korean War, you know. I'm a veteran myself, you know. It's kind of inspired me to want to join the military. Uh what else I got? Man, my 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 little cuz, she in the navy right now. I'm killing her right
0: now. Yes, yes, the <laughs> rest. Oh well, she oh
1: she in yes, the Navy. She was.
7: what
2: well, she get the navy? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that Hello. <laughs> Why
0: are you Why are you proud to be a mirror? Mind you, like like bro said, I mean mind you, it, it was just aspiring just to be a mirror because it was. Uh, I was always like it was always like bro. Bro is saying. I mean, mind you, I went into the military myself. I mean, I served. I had my time, and uh, I. It's just. Oh I, I mean, I I, I I mean I'm here. i so happy. I
7: mean, I get it. I
0: mean, I understand. I mean, I okay. Well you know you have you have to live life like you have to live they life to the, just, the fullest every day
2: uh-huh. I, oh, man,
0: you have to I live know, life to the, things the things. fullest yeah. every day that's it that's, it. that's oh, all. wow,
7: that's crazy and La jessica why are you proud to be a mayor huh?
5: i'm proud to be a Merrill for um as they all oh, as my cousins mentioned i mean they are veterans my sister's a veteran um <clears throat> growing up in in fact, the Merrill family, just learning knowledge and, and all the things that I know from being a uh, a Merrill, from the cooking, southern right. Well, I wasn't necessarily southern right. Well, I mean, I guess you, you are.
6: Congratulations so. yeah, for graduating school,
5: by the way. In Chicago, yeah. but I was raised it in, it in just, Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee. We're right. living in Mississippi. Technically, right.
0: like, we push around. So, we all us, all us push around.
5: We all, all us push around.
0: All us push around.
2: I'm just like
5: Technically <laughs> where I was
0: um the other one he said he ain't ready she yet. There. There. Oh, Jessie, I was, I don't
5: just But um
0: you can I'm sit like, down. He ain't ready yet.
2: <laughs> tomorrow. Right. Well, so that's why she's tomorrow. Oh okay. Oh,
0: Liz, I'm sorry. I was on a bit they had same
2: I'm I'm actually
5: not um about 5 minutes away from where my grandparents um where we used to go every summer to visit my grandparents. Actually, where I um, met my uh, handsome husband.
0: You got
7: if you this know. woman my husband... So that's Same why time. you
6: graduated from college
2: uh-huh. now recently. Hey, hate you.
7: Little, Chef? I'm hating, <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> I'm hating a little bit. Wow. I'm, I'm hating a little bit, but... But you know how we yeah. do? Shout Wait, out to Beto. Um, um, and we're going to be right. right back with more of uh, Hearst World, man. Don't go nowhere. Stay tuned. Um, It's going to get a little okay. spice. Because... Uh,
2: them, Mom, move, your mama, move your hand. Move your hand. Keep cutting it. <laughs> move that bottle. I, <laughs> I
7: ain't never heard before. So stay tuned. I don't go nowhere. You're listening to her. So I'm about to get this food. <laughs>
1: Are you expecting a child and need someone to assess your birthing needs and create a personalized plan to support your growing family? Well, look no further than Your Birthright. Your Birthright are doulas who are trained professionals who provide nonstop and compassionate support throughout your pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Your Birthright also offers herbal teas for inflammation, immune health, menstrual cramps, and more. Use the code HERXWORLD at checkout for 20% off services and teas. For more information, check out yourbirthright.life. You don't have to go through your pregnancy alone with Your Birthright.
7: Welcome back to Hurt's World. I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host to be hurt. And she tells you I'm not. She's a liar. And before we get up out of here, man, I decided, well, I was kind of told, but I'm going to say I decided because it's my show. But I was kind of uh, volunteered to highlight the younger generation of the, mer- of the Meryl Quinn. Um, when I say the younger generation, I mean my little cousin and my daughter-in-law. Um, so I'm gonna shut up and let them introduce themselves. We're gonna chop it up real quick and they're gonna get up out of here. So you can go first and tell the people your name.
8: My name's Renaya Matlock and my how Encounter how old are you? Eleven.
0: Okay.
7: And who are you? call um, me your full name, man. Don't be don't be extra. Chloe Noble uh, Chloe Noble's morning i okay some- All, right. All right Now We're highlighting Renaya Because Of what
8: My Me winning the spelling bee Okay
7: And what word did you win A spelling bee with
8: Pistons
7: Can you still spell it Yes Spell it
2: P-I-S-T-O-N-S All
7: right So when you won a spelling bee um, What is that What do you go after that Where did I go Where do you go Yeah
8: Oh, to the state spelling.
7: And when is the state spelling bee? March fourth. All right. So that's right around the corner. Um coming from our, our bloodline, our generate our younger generation, uh, we got our very own Akeela and a beat. Um, so y'all when y'all hear this, make sure y'all uh say a prayer for my little cousin. Um so so she goes to the state B and Win and um then she can go to national and we can see her on T V. Um, all right. Now, for my oldest and biggest headache, uh, um, one
6: second.
7: So, anybody that wants to tune into, um, Raniah. And the is this this the state B, right? Um it begins at ten o'clock um on March the fourth. And it will be televised. It'll be televised. So as soon as I get the information, I'll drop it on the uh, uh, social media so y'all can cheer on my little cousin um and make sure she wins. All right. Now, for my headache, um, who seems to be acting kind of camera shy, uh not camera shy, but Shot in general. Um, she's making me feel old. She turns 15 this year and she'll be a freshman in high school in the fall. So what are your high school plans? Where you want to go and what you want to do? I want to be,
2: I I
5: be a flagger and I
7: want to do flute and van. I want to be in van. Now, y'all know hurt is cheap. I can't play no instruments. Can you play the flute? Are you like good at the flute? I'm like, like I don't know, like one to five, like ten, seven, six. We'll take we we'll take a six. Six will get us a scholarship. Um, so if nothing else, man, um, if y'all have learned nothing else from this podcast and listening to it, I know it's been, um not a long show, but it's been a very informative show. Um, If you take nothing else from the show, I want you to take that family is very important to me. The stories that you heard throughout the um, show are near and dear to me. I learned some things that I didn't know. I was finally able to get my baby um, on a podcast because she's been asking for so long so, um, y'all support my baby. Although she says she don't look like me. Support my little cousin. Um, as she tries to go conquer this state, B. Um Y'all heard from my cousins and how when um, we're together, it is a, always a fun experience and it's always a movie. Um, you know, so just continue to If nothing else, support your family, love on your family, give your people their flowers while they're here, um, because tomorrow is not promised. So, as always, I will tell y'all, if you don't work, you don't eat. You got to crawl for you, can walk, walk for you, can run, and, man, run before you can fly. And so the next time you hear my voice, I am your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And y'all know what it is. I see y'all when I see y'all.